Blog Talk Radio. to be here in my area, you know, where 
I grew up and I want him to, you know, I want Alaska to be on the map for wrestling and, you know, and I'm a big Tommy Dreamer fan. I always have been. So how it started for me here in Alaska is um, Kevin Matthews and Pat Buck with WrestlePro, they're out of New Jersey, came to Alaska on a trip in August of 2018, and they just loved Alaska and thought, wow, Alaska's crazy and there's wrestling fans here. So they brought the first WrestlePro Alaska show um, to us in Anchorage, Alaska, and it was um, April of 2019, and I just remember I was so excited for months and months and months about this show. He brought Mick Foley, you know, Chris Masters, Colt Cabana came, Swoggle, Katarina, Scarlett. There were so many people, and it was just, it really pumped me up, and I was so excited to have a show in my home state, and I was so proud, you know, and even all my wrestling buddies that I met on my other trips out of state were just like, man, you guys get some people up there. We can't believe that Alaska gets, you know, high names and just great shows, and and then shortly after that show with WrestlePro Alaska, um, JT West reopened the 907 Pro Wrestling Academy in Anchorage in April of 19, and they've been going strong. And the great thing about WrestlePro Alaska, when they come, they always feature wrestlers from the 907 Pro Wrestling Academy. So all my local favorites are mixed in with, you know, some of the big names that he brings in. It's just, I mean, for me, that is just so, I'm so proud, you know, and, you know, I have to thank Russell Pro Alaska and everyone involved for just bringing it to me here in Alaska. Now, sort of like you were saying, a lot of people outside of Alaska don't really know much about the Alaskan scene and how much it's really grown in the last 10 years. It's to the point now where you can do fan fest in Alaska and you can get names to go there to be part of these fan fests and these bigger shows what's it been like for you as a wrestling fan especially a fan of independent wrestling to see the growth in Alaska over the last several years I'm just so proud you know I I love Alaska I was born here of course I'm a super proud Alaskan but you know, I, I've cut my travel down quite a bit, like, because I can see my favorites here. Like, I don't have to always travel to go out of state. I mean, yeah, if I go on vacation or go on a show, the first thing I do is look up local promotions in that area because I'm really big on promoting, you know, independent wrestling. You know, there's certain promotions that are my favorites over the years that I've, you know, always gone to shows I used to travel quite a bit to. But we just had a show here um, in November. November 30th and October 1st in Anchorage, you know, it was um, the calm before the storm and back with a bang through WrestlePro Alaska. And Diamond Dallas Page was just here, Scotty Too Hotty, The Acclaimed, um, Freya the Slayer, one of my favorites, and Bala Bala, LSG, Orange Cassidy. We had so many, I mean, big names here. It was such a good show. And more and more people keep coming to each one, you know, and people get excited about it and more people talk about it and you just start building a bigger fan base. And I love going to the shows and meeting new people and just seeing like other fans around here that just, and you know, my daughter's older now, so she doesn't go to the shows with me anymore. So I pretty much go solo to like a lot of the shows and I have no problem going there. I'm not a shy person. So if I go to a show alone, it's no problem. I'm going there because I'm there to have fun and watch my favorite thing to watch. And the cool thing is they make it available, too. Like, it's been on Fight TV a few times. So, you know, it was people out of state are watching it. Some people in Canada have commented on it. It's, people just say, wow, I want to go wrestle in Alaska now. So you, you just build a lot of interest, and it's just really hyped up right now. It's probably the best it's ever been here in Alaska. Now, as a fan of wrestling, I know you talked about going to some of the WrestleManias and traveling, and of course, if you want to see most promotions, you're going to have to travel out of Alaska to do so, but what is the farthest that you have traveled to see a show? The Bahamas. (laughs) I've been on the Chris Jericho cruise a couple times. I went on the first and third one, and I'm scheduled to go on the fourth one here in February. 
missed the second one, but man, what a trip that was. I mean, being on a, a cruise with just several hundred wrestling fans and wrestlers for like four days, you know, a ring next to the pool on the deck. How awesome is that? Everything's themed around wrestling, wrestling themed drinks, just, you just get to interact, and I stayed up late, got up early, and it was probably one of the best four days ever, and you know how you get that, you go to like a week full of shows, and you get that feeling of wrestling hangover, but then you're already planning your next trip, that's what I always feel like whenever I go to like a a big trip out of state, so on top of doing the Jericho cruise, um, I've traveled, like one time I saw that uh, the pro wrestling tea store was opening up, Coca Cabana store in Chicago and they were going to do a bullet club meet and greet. And and I was like, you know what, that would be such fun to go do that. I didn't find any local shows around there at the time, but I jumped on a plane, was lucky enough to get a ticket, went to Chicago, did a big group picture. And that was back when, when Cody was doing the whole kiss my ring thing and met Coca Cabana, met, you know, Adam Page did Young Bucks did the whole photo with the whole group um, Kenny and I, that's one of my favorite pictures is that picture of the whole group and then I checked for any local shows around the area found one in the next city over but it was sold out so but it was worth the trip just to go and do that um, so besides the Bahamas and Chicago um, I've traveled like to Las Vegas I used to go to the Future Stars of Wrestling shows there the Mecca and stuff that they would do um, I've been to Oklahoma, um, went to Texas a few times. I go where I used to go wherever WrestleMania was, New Orleans. We probably crossed paths in New Orleans and didn't realize it. Oh, those shows in New Orleans were. <laughs> yeah, uh, one of the things in pro wrestling that. A lot of the wrestlers remember more than anything is when they go out there and they have that loudest ovation that they ever get in their career. A lot of people in our industry, when they get an ovation that is loud and sustained, it sort of resonates with them on a few different levels. I know you've been at shows where there were particularly loud ovations for some of these wrestlers for whatever the reason is. What would you say has been the loudest ovation that you've witnessed? Oh, man, it's so hard to narrow it down because people here in Alaska love their wrestling. You know, and they love Wrestle Pro Alaska for bringing it in 907 Pro Wrestling Academy. But I have to say, and it was probably me doing the loudest screaming is, one of my favorite shows was um, the Northern Expansion Tour. Um, WrestlePro Alaska came through and went to, did five different shows throughout Alaska, even Fairbanks, and it was just crazy, but he brought Tommy Dreamer, Sammy Callahan. That right there was the stuff for me. I was I was screaming so loud at every show, and I had no voice by the end of the, the five-day um, tour, but Shane Douglas, um, Matt Cross came. He's one of my favorites, Zach Gowan. And th- this was like in April of 2021. And I still think about this to the to this day. Like that was probably one of the best shows for me because I'm just a longtime Dreamer fan. I loved Sammy Callahan. I went to All In in, in um, Chicago when they first did the All In, the orig- first original one. And I was a fan of Callahan. And then the fact that they were coming to Alaska – and I used to, like, on the cruise, I saw um, Mick Foley before he came here to Anchorage, Alaska. I saw DDP, and I kept saying, man, when are you guys going to come to Alaska? Whenever I'd go to Vegas and see Tommy Dreamer, I would ask him, when are you going to come to Alaska? And you haven't been here yet. And, and they're like, one day, I would always hear one day. Well, that one day came, and I just couldn't believe it that, you know, he was coming. I was screaming so loud. But I'd have to say I heard a lot. Like people really loved the Dreamer Callahan match. It was, it was, it was so great. It was like people were chanting, you know, ECW. They were doing the old chants, and people were pretty hyped. That was one of the best shows for me. Uh, 
another part of our industry that isn't a happy part is the nature of what we do will inevitably lead to injuries at some point. That's just part of what we accept and deal with when we get into the business. Have you personally been at shows where there have been some serious injuries that sort of stopped the show while medical aid was performed or witnessed something where you knew that somebody definitely had broken something or separated something and was in pretty significant pain? Never at any of the Alaska shows, but I remember um, a couple years back I was at the Cal Palace Cal Palace in San Francisco and was watching the New Japan Pro Wrestling and Cody was there and this is when they were talking about you know AEW starting in uh, one of the New Japan wrestlers landed on his neck and he definitely had a neck injury and I just remember the whole crowd was so quiet and everybody was like oh my gosh I hope he's okay you know, I, I even think he continued wrestling and then got checked out after, but he was out on injury after that. And it's just, you know, you connect with these, you get your favorites and just seeing stuff like that, um, just kind of devastating. You know, you just, everyone gets real quiet and hopes for the best and that they're going to be okay and that their career is not over, you know. But, and there's a, there's an Alaska favorite, Dion Roosman. He's a, the iceberg. He's pretty popular here in Alaska. People love him because he's from Alaska he got injured, but not here in Alaska, and he was out for a little bit, and people missed him, but they still kept supporting him. Well, I haven't really seen any I'll go ahead. I just say that's the only one that I really witnessed in person. I, there was a few times I went to the WrestleCon Super Shows, right, you know, in between Mania and Access and all the um, – local shows that were going on. I went to a few of the WrestlePro, um, I'm sorry, um, WrestleCon Super Shows. And one of my favorite things is, like, I loved masked wrestlers. I loved the whole Lucha thing. You know, like, one day I would like to go to, like, a show out of the country and just, like, see the real hardcore stuff, like, in Mexico. You know, one of the – there's a wrestler that used to be out of Palmer, Phoenix Kid. He's out doing his thing out in the lower 48, and he's traveling all over, and I watch when he goes to Mexico, and – you know, he's a mass wrestler. He's pretty hardcore. And one day, that's on my list. Um, I used to want to go see a live show and for New Japan Pro Wrestling, but they came to, you know, they came and I was able to see them outside of San Francisco. So that crossed that off my bucket list. But I think fans are always going to support you. You know, they're going to be sad if you do have to, you know, go out permanently from a medical thing. But people always remember your great moments and they'll support you, you know. They may have other favorites in the future, but they're always going to remember you. Definitely, for sure. And just for the record, Phoenix Kid knows very, very well. I will not pull glass out of him if he were to get glass <laughs> stuck in him. That's where I draw the line. <laughs> oh, back in the day, Alaska used to be taxed and fans bring your weapons and he's moved on to like some glass and pretty hardcore stuff. I saw the fluorescent light event. That was pretty painful looking. It does look painful and he knows full well I'm not pulling it out of him. <laughs> but at this point in time I coach the coach with the most coach Mike Jones standing by. I'm sure coach has some questions so I'm going to pass things right along to him. Hey, Stacy! thanks for coming on and being a big fan. We appreciate it. Hey, thank you. So we have a few standard questions we ask our guests, and I'm sure Sign Guy would like to know what your favorite coffee to drink is. Coffee. Ooh, I, you know, I actually have never drank a coffee in my life. <laughs> okay. I'm a big Dr. Pepper. I'll drink a Red Bull special all day long or Dr. Pepper, but never never coffee. Smells good. Okay. We have a lot of people been saying that nowadays. Not that they've never drank it, but that they don't drink it. So, yep, you're not alone there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So who were some of your heroes growing up, whether it was wrestling, sports, music, or ordinary life? 
growing up, I was always, you know, watching the old school WWF. I was always like obsessed with the Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth, and I was going to grow up and be her, and that was going to be what I was going to do for my for my life. And Mean Gene, I loved him as an announcer. You know, the Junkyard Dog, just my old favorites, like um, back in the day. That you know, and I'm I'm always a Tommy Dreamer fan, longtime Dreamer fan. So meeting him in Alaska, not just once but twice has been great for me here on my own. Like, you know, I was born and raised. That was a real proud moment for me. Um, so, the, you know, just those are my old school favorites. And then I even got to meet Mean Gene actually in person in Russell. I think it was, uh, in, it was during WrestleMania in New Orleans this last time. And he was at the WrestleCon Super Show. And I still had my Mean Gene action figure with his little microphone and stuff. And, he was at that um, WrestleCon, and I got him to sign my action figure and did a picture with him. I got to talk to him for a few moments, and, you know, sadly, after that, I'm so glad I took advantage of that moment. It was a big moment for me because I had watched him back in the day all the way through, you know, and, like, you're thinking so many years later, here I am meeting him in person. That was awesome for me. You know, my my current favorites, I, I'm always a big Ray fan. Um, you know, I always mention I love the masked wrestlers. I, I love Seamus. He's like one of my all-time favorites. There's just something about Seamus that I just love. Um, um, you know, uh, some of my other favorites, like, um, you know, my daughter used to be obsessed with uh, Cena, and I used to make fun of her for that, but that was one of her favorites, and she used to love The Miz. But, and that's, you know, and, and in Alaska, I have my favorites, too. Like, we have some of my favorites here at our show um they have this character he, he's a pimp his y period t period jones you've probably seen him on some of the youtube shows that you've watched he's one of my all-time favorites there's so many here um aj radical jerry bishop bryson axel um nick mercury who's, who plays a cop and i just i love screaming for all these people and we just had a show here recently like i was saying and um sunny kiss even came jay lethal and that was a really packed show. And, you know, and even when the show was over, I'm ready for the next one. And even that same day, he announced that he was coming back, like in January already. And people already, the first row was already sold out for that two-day event in Palmer and Anchorage in January. And then he's coming back probably again after that pretty quick for, in April's usually their anniversary show. So it's just, I just can't get enough of it. I love it. Right on. Okay. Yeah. We've been honored and pleasured to be on shows with YT Jones, and I've got him in the NGW Green Room interview. You can check that out someday if you like. Oh, awesome. Okay, and then, so what's some of the most memorable matches you've you've seen? <laughs> it's so hard to narrow it down to a couple. Um, you know, of course, I have my favorites here around Alaska, but I just thought, I remember probably the the very first mania that me and my daughter went to um, was in New Orleans, and when it was when The Undertaker lost his streak, Whew, that match was so emotional for me. Um, I just remember the show ended, and I sat in my seat, and I just didn't want to get up, and I didn't know how to feel. I think that I even cried a little bit. I'm, I'm pretty sure there were some tears, <laughs> you know, and I sat there, and and I was like, I don't even know how to feel. Like, he lost his streak. What's going on here? Like, what am I supposed to do? And I just remember being so emotional because the, the crowd's reaction to it, and it was deadly silent, and that lightning bolt up in the, you know, on the sidewall making the sound of the lightning. And, and I finally, after about 30, maybe in 45 minutes, they were like, hey, it's over. You need to leave. So I'd probably be sitting oh. there to this day if they, <laughs> if they hadn't asked me to leave. <laughs> <laughs> right. But that match sticks really in my head. <laughs> okay. And then a lot of my standard questions are basically for wrestlers, but I figure they pertain to you too. Did you play sports in high school or growing up? Mainly soccer. Um, I just did a lot of soccer. And, you know, and I lived in Arizona for a few years, and that's where I played soccer. But here here in Alaska, I mainly, I mainly just um, – a little bit of you know drama club cheerleading nothing uh sports okay. wise once i got back to 
All right, yes, I love Arizona. I got to live there for one year. I lived in Glendale, Arizona, and I really loved it. And I learned I learned something in life there that, to me, the ultimate goal in life is to become a snowbird, live half the year there and half the year here. So I hope to do that someday. Probably. That's probably where all the Alaskans are right now is snowbirding. Um, I go to Tucson quite a bit, and I was just there uh, last month, and I looked up any shows. Um, you know, one of my friends was a ref down there, Sean Rankin, and I looked. They had this show that was um, it was a lucha themed show, and I went to it. And they even had like a lucha band. Man, what a great show! It was. I got my fill of you know mass wrestlers, and then even uh, a guy came out. He used to be known as a Wildcat Ray Trevette here in Alaska when he would come to the shows, but he goes by Ray Black now. He came out, and I'm like, oh my gosh, he used to wrestle in Alaska. That was a great moment for me. I'm like seeing like people go out and like, you know, and they used to come to Alaska all the time. And now I'm seeing them like on their home territory. That show was great. Um, So whenever like I go to Arizona, I try to look up shows or find out if there's any shows going on. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That makes the shows a lot more personable, you know, that you knew, you know, somebody. Yeah. And those fans are rowdy at those Lucha shows. It was great. I you know, I stood right on the up front of the side, uh, standing room only area, and just could not get enough, and stood there for the whole show. And when it was over, I didn't want it to be over. You know that feeling. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, and then let me see. Who are some of the toughest wrestlers that you've seen? Ooh, man. I- I remember I, I really like when LSG comes on the um, shows here to Alaska. He just like, he's one of my favorites, the ace of space. He, he wrestles at two out of um, New Jersey for wrestle pro, but he puts on some pretty, pretty tough matches. Um, Bear country was just here um, in April of this year. And he, you know, as I'm, I'd have to say I'm I'm not a super tall person and I'm not really little either, but I felt so small standing next to those two. Um, <laughs> but I also like, uh-huh. you know, I I know I keep bringing up Dreamer, but I can't help it because uh, he's one of my favorites. But like House of Hardcore Dreamer, I love, I mean, I love watching that. When I have time, I love going back through the old matches and I'll pull up like the very first couple um wrestlemanias that they did like one and two and just looking how different it is from today you know (laughs) stuff like that so and then what are some of the best feuds you've seen well you know why t y period t period jones be feuding with everybody but (laughs) but i really loved the interaction when um dreamer and callahan were here um, you know, they were going back and forth. They were having words outside the ring, in the ring. You know, they were putting it to each other. They were. That was an exciting match for me because, you know, one of my longtime favorites and then one of my pretty recent favorites just going at it and, you know, talking mad stuff. It was, you know, it was a pretty good match. Okay, cool. And then do you have any suggestions for people who want to get into wrestling? If you're here locally, like in in Alaska, 907 Pro Wrestling Academy, JT West, I mean, he, they have some awesome shows. They do monthly shows, and I I try to go to every one if I can. If I'm not out of state or have something major going on, I'll make it to every one because I have all my local favorites. Um, So if you, I mean, if you want to get into the business, I mean, that's the place to go here in Alaska. Right on. Yeah, I, I used to work in Alaska. I was up at Chignik, Chignik, Alaska, working at their sea, seafood plant there. And I remember seeing advertisements for wrestling. Goodness, that was in, wow, when was that? That was 1990, way back. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, someone told me that I'm in a pretty small town here in Kenai and I work in Kenai and live in Soldata, and someone told me that back in the 90s that Hulk Hogan actually came here to Kenai. I'm like, no way, you're lying. Like, But I looked it up, and it was it was true. Um, you know, and Anchorage gets a few WWE house shows every once in a while, but they, they don't come here enough. And I remember before, like, WrestlePro Alaska started coming through, and 
um, you know, featuring 907 Pro Wrestling Academy. I remember I used to write to WWE every couple months. I'm like, please bring a show to Alaska. And I, like, literally would write them every couple months. You know, never heard back. Oh, I was hoping you did. I was hoping you did. My goodness. All right. (laughs) Okay, well, yeah, I really thank you for coming on and, you know, all your support for wrestling, and we appreciate you. Thank you. I'm sure Sign Guy has some more. Thanks, Coach. You are Absolutely. Thank you, Coach. Well, Stacey, one of the big differences in professional wrestling is on live events versus TV events. There's just sort of a different feel when you watch it on television as opposed to watching it in person live at the event. What would you as a fan describe as some of the differences between the two? I remember going to a, a, I think it was a Monday night. Well, I don't remember if it was a Monday night raw, but I remember going to something right after a big event and, um, uh, and, you know, that's when the whole beach ball thing started, where people started passing around beach balls. I can't remember if it was in um, Texas or where I went to see that show, but people were doing the beach ball thing. And um, Roman Reigns came out, and he was doing the, this is my yard thing, and people were booing him. And I remember when I got back home, I was there live, and I was like, man, people are booing him, but I've never been one to go with the crowd. I like who I like. And if I, if I like you, I'm going to just scream over the top of the booers. And, like, I was screaming because I love him. He's also one of my favorites. And I got back home and I rewatched the show. And I'm pre- and they muted out a lot of the boos, you know, and they muted out a lot of the people tossing around the beach balls and stuff because security was taking them away. And so I just was like, that's the first time I realized, like, hey, they control, like, where they point the camera so you can't see, like, if there's a bunch of empty seats and they actually can mute out your sound. That's pretty crazy. I never knew they really did that stuff, but. Definitely they can, when need be, kind of edit that part. But I believe we have someone from Alaska calling in. Maybe they have a question. Let's bring them on. Do we have the other Alaskan with us? Hey, yeah, that's me. How's it going, folks? Doing very, very well. Did you have something to say to Stacy? Oh, yeah. You know, uh, all the local events here have been so great, and you can bring out the families and uh, just, uh, you know, the food, and it seems like people really get amped up. I've never seen anything, like, unhealthy going on there, and it's just a great time for the community to come together and we you know we would really like to see at least us as in fans and us as in the community we'd like to see more events but it seems like events have kind of tapered off a little bit and you know i remember there for a while it, we were going strong and uh yeah just do you know of do either of you know of any more events that are coming or if we're going to start getting our schedule kind of kind of back to what it was I will drag you to every show because I don't always like going by myself, but I, I have a good time, but I'll drag you to every show when I find one. I post like mad on Facebook, so just keep an eye on my page because I always have anything that's coming to Alaska on there. Oh, right on, right on. Um, also, uh, usually the shows, I, I would, it would be really great. We The first few shows we had, you know, a lot of good food and great catering and I just, uh, sometimes the catering is a little lacking, but uh, I'm wondering if uh, local restaurants would be more interested in catering, you know, like a diversity of food. There's times we've had Mexican food, we've had pizza or what have you, but uh, they always seem to make a lot of money. And uh, I wish we'd have more great catering too, like food. I'm all down for the, the food trucks that come. that now Stacy as a fan I'm sure your food experiences are a little bit different than what the wrestlers will have in the dressing room 
what's been some of your favorite food that you've gotten at a wrestling event there in Alaska? Oh man, in Palmer, um, there was in the Palmer show they had a, a food truck there called Waffles and whatnot out of Anchorage. I had the biggest plate of macaroni and cheese. Um, there was barbecue. There was a waffle. The whole combination was just so good. Like, in fact, every time I go to Anchorage now, I always try to make a stop by there and see what they got going on because I just the, their food was so good. <laughs> And that's lots of wise. And anytime I go out of state, you know, some of my favorites, like not necessarily at the wrestling show, but I'm a big fat burger fan, but I try to make the most of like any trip I go on and do the most I can. Like, um, I know you said you were at the WrestleManias in, uh, New Orleans. I don't know if you remember, um, the last WrestleMania there where they had all the shows at the sugar mill. Yeah. I went to every single one and, you know, still did my access and still did my WrestleMania, but I loved, I loved all those independent shows and, and I went to every one, including the ones that went super late at night. And that was probably one of the most exhausting, but greatest week, weeks of my life. Now, speaking of the shows out there, one of the annual shows associated during WrestleMania week that fans look forward to is Pro Wrestling Revolvers, Pancakes, and Pile Drivers. Unfortunately, there were no pancakes allowed. Uh, Revolver had to really push to, at the last minute, be allowed to serve the pancakes as promised, but they had to compromise with no syrup was allowed for the pancakes on that particular event in New Orleans. Did you go to the pancakes and pile drivers event and were you disappointed that the pancake portion of the event was sort of kiboshed by the arena? You know, I'm disappointed I never got to go to that because it always conflicted with something else I had going on. Um, I used to try to buy the travel packages and they would have like the events that you could do along with that and just try to squeeze every little moment into it. So I'm disappointed I never got to actually go to one of those, but I'm pretty sure I did catch a pancake from the new day during one of the shows I went to in my life. (laughs) Their pancakes come from what I presume is a less sanitary place. But, yeah, they they definitely give you the option if you can catch it. I'm pretty sure I almost got punched out catching it because someone else was trying to reach over the top and catch it from me. I don't know if you ever had that experience where you get tossed something and it's coming right for you and everyone's diving for it and you end up with it and you got to hang on to it because people will take that. They definitely will. you got to be very careful with your surroundings there. Now, we talked a little on televised wrestling, but in the last few years, especially for independent wrestling companies, streaming has become more and more of a viable option to get eyes on their product, uh, whether it is on IWTV or PowerbombTV.com or... YouTube or whatever form they have, a lot of promotions are streaming their shows for the mass quantity of people to find them and support them, be it through advertisements or uh, buying merchandise or what have you, hopefully attracting people to come to the live events and buy tickets. There are people on both sides of the fence with that. Some people think it hurts live ticket sales and overall is hurting independent wrestling. Some people see it as a healthy way to attract new audiences and make a little bit of revenue. Where do you sit when it comes to streaming professional wrestling and uh, do you personally use some of these streaming services to watch new promotions that you wouldn't otherwise get to see? 
I'm all for streaming it. Like, if you're not going to the live show, you're definitely missing out. But I always try to go to the live show. And then I also later watch it again on replay. I watch it, like, on Fight TV or YouTube or whatever they got going on for that show. And I love rewatching it because who doesn't like to see, you know, to see if you miss something or relive one of the greatest matches you, you think you've seen so far in your life and or try to catch yourself in the little feed that you got going on. And who doesn't like to see themselves on TV or, you know. <laughs> It's pretty great, so I, I'm a fan of both, but if you're not going to the live shows, you're definitely missing out because you can't get that feeling at home. I mean, yeah, you're still going to enjoy yourself and watch what you love, but there's nothing like a live show. Agreed. Uh, do you have a personal favorite promotion that you've discovered through streaming services that you maybe weren't familiar with, but came across it when you were searching the streaming service and sort of got interested in watching what they do? Uh, most of them I was already familiar with, and I actually just went in and searched them out, like, on myself, on, you know, either YouTube or Fight TV. I, um, one of the ones I used to go to all the time out of Vegas, um, Future Stars of Wrestling are one of my favorites. Um, I look up their, you know, I used to go to their their shows, Mecca and stuff, and it's it's been a while since I've gotten to go there because I've had a lot of good stuff going on here in Alaska, but mainly I'm already pretty familiar with them when I just go to search them out or I'll search out my favorite wrestlers and see if they've got any, you know, content that I can watch that I've missed, you know, back in the day or anything recent. I don't know that they have ever had televised wrestling in Alaska on traditional TV. If, they were to get television in Alaska on, say, a broadcast television channel or even one of the local cable stations, do you think that's something that the state of Alaska would overall support and uh, would watch wrestling on TV if it was a local independent company? Or do you think that the bigger part of fans in Alaska are going to just gravitate towards the national companies that are already on television. You know, I think people would watch. I mean, you know, Alaskans here have their local favorites from the 907 Pro Wrestling Academy. Um, you know, Wrestle Pro Alaska brings in so many names. Like, and if you're liking those names, you're going to watch. And I, I think people are just overall fascinated with, you know, Alaska and, and, you know, some of their favorite wrestlers. I think they would tune in. You know, I making my trips um, out of state, I mess, met quite a bit of um people that love wrestling you know we've become friends on facebook and i'm part of a couple groups like the club and the mania club and we're always talking about wrestling and i keep getting a lot of comments from them about man alaska is just blowing up you're so lucky you're getting all these people and why can't we get these people where i live and this is lower 48 people and i feel so proud like when they say that i'm like yeah maybe you should just come to alaska and watch a show or you know wrestlers that i know from the lower 48 want to come work in alaska show that makes me super proud so i definitely think if if it was televised that people would watch uh, speaking of people in the lower 48 a lot of wrestlers, whether it be independent wrestlers or people on the national level, they want to hit every state in the union before their time in the business is finished. Obviously, Alaska, one of those states. Do you find a lot of independent wrestlers that, are coming up so they can have that bucket list fulfilled, like guys that you may not really know very much about or guys that are seemingly local to one spot in the lower 48 and then they just pop up for one shot in Alaska? Yeah, three off the top of my head. Um, you know, Dreamer, um, Diamond Dallas Page, Mick Foley. I was bugging them, like, all the time to come to Alaska. We finally did, and... I know those were some of the bucket lists. Like I remember, um, I think it was Dreamer that said that was going to be like when I retire, I'll I'll do an Alaska show. And thank goodness, like he came to a couple Alaska shows and he's still around. So uh, those are the three off the top of my head that that it happened with. And 
man, I just, I'm so thankful. And then we have our um, ones that come with, from Russell Pro, Pro out of New Jersey that come to the Russell Pro Alaska shows, like some of our favorites, like LSG, Fala Bala, you know, they, um, cheeseburgers come here several times. We even had Chris Wild out of um, Hawaii from Ooth Wrestling. He came and people just love him. Um, Tyler Payne, <laughs> he formed the House of Payne here and he's real popular. People just love when they come and we love when the repeat people just come back and they're our favorites and we want them to keep coming back and, you know, along with some, some people that people haven't seen before. So every show is so giving me somebody new that. that I've been happy. As we approach the <laughs> holiday season, wrestling fans always like to get wrestling-related gifts for the holidays, whether it's books or T-shirts, baseball hats, what have you. I know a lot of the wrestlers in Alaska have merchandise available. What are some of the items that you either think will make great gifts to give out to somebody or what gifts might be out there that you have on your list that you would like to get under the holiday tree this year? Oh, man. you! I am so big on merch. You just don't even know. Like, I, I buy something every show. Like, sometimes I... I just have to bring a bag because I'm just like, I go in there and I can't help myself and because I want to support my favorite wrestlers and I, I just want to like wear their merchandise out of state in the lower 48. And like I wore, I wore my WrestlePro Alaska shirt on the last Jericho cruise and Cheeseburger was on there and they know about WrestlePro Alaska and then people will ask me about it and then I get to talk about it. So I'm really big on title belts. I love title belts. You know, that would be big on my Christmas list list hint hint and i love action you know the action figures my mom always calls them my dolls and we have this little argument they're action figures mom okay and uh so that's big on my list uh, definitely t-shirts i'm just all about the merch i i even re- recently i love wrestle pro alaska so much that i bought the wrestle pro new jersey tag team belts that they retired in two, that from 2015 they had been in use um that the bear country once held um the title to um, even Joey Janela, and they all signed them for me. I bought the tag team belts from Kevin Matthews and Pat Bucket Russell Pro out of New Jersey, and they're like crazy. We thought a New Jersey fan would buy it, but you crazy Alaska fan bought it just because I love belts and I love sporting. Like they keep bringing us more. So, mom, if you're listening, title belts are for me for this Christmas. Well. One of the other things that is often overlooked in pro wrestling is the role of the referee. And I know they've had several different referees in Alaska that have done very well. Sometimes fans have their favorites and they have their Mm -hmm. least favorites when it comes to that position. Who would you say are some of the Perhaps, I don't know if it's the right word, but we'll go with better referees that you have watched over the years in the Alaskan wrestling scene. My favorite is Lady Stripes, Jennifer. She she just has such a ring presence when she refs, and, you know, I've gotten some funny shots of facial expressions because I'm a – I have to admit, when I go to shows, I'm a big picture taker, so I'd probably take <laughs> – several pictures because I like to relive the moments later but she's my favorite ref Lady Stripes I haven't had any I really wanted to boo um, you know you get the people that always says ref that was that was three or what are you doing ref get in there and do your job like I've never been one of those I, I, I just I mean refs are part of what makes it all happen so I love refs and she's definitely my favorite my understanding that in a ring truck in Alaska to this day, they have a picture of a referee with the caption, hit the ref on it. Ooh, I haven't seen that. Um, it's apparently still around. The last intel I got. <laughs> you know, it's awesome when they do the interaction with, 
you know, when the ref gets knocked out and another ref has to come in. I mean, I love that, um, you know. So when that happens, I'm, I I scream pretty loud. I also, Everyone also knows I love, like, tables, ladders, and chairs. <laughs> and I'm still waiting for the next Bands Bring Your Weapons um, show to happen because I've had this great one that I've had for a year now that I found. I thought it would be perfect for a fan show to bring, you know, when you get to bring your weapons, but one hasn't happened for a while, so I'm just holding out. Personally, I do not do fans bring the weapons matches, so you won't see me in one of those, but hopefully for the people that do those matches, they'll do one fairly soon for you. I hope so. I have a question for you. Yeah. Have you ever been to a show where you've, like, made the best sign that you thought was awesome and they've taken it away from you before you went into the show or they've confiscated it during the middle of the show? Never really that, but sometimes I would take them and they would end up in the hands of someone that would use them against their opponents, sometimes repeatedly. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) I will say on occasion, sometimes security at the uh, larger venues for the national companies actually did not allow it, but that was more of a building issue than a company issue. But we are down to the last few minutes of the show. I want to make sure you have ample time if there is anything you would like to say to the people listening today if you want to plug and promote absolutely anything at all floor is all yours heck yes i don't know if anyone you probably saw the post in in april of this year where uh, killer cross and scarlet came to alaska for their third anniversary uh, russell pro alaska super show we also had dreamer and bear country but they got married on the glacier you probably saw those posts. That was so awesome. I love stuff like that. And um, there is a show coming up in January of 2023 in Palmer and Anchorage, January 20th and January 21st. It's um, Zero Hour and Winter Rumble. It's going to be so cold here, but they're still coming. So far, Joey Janela, LSG, Tyler Payne, Bala Bala, Cheeseburgers coming back. So I'm really looking forward to that show tickets already went on sale. I already got my tickets right when they went on, on sale. And I also just really want to give a shout out to, you know, the monthly shows that 907 Pro Wrestling Academy does. It keeps me going. Like, and I have my favorites, you know, Bryson Axel, White period, T period Jones, um, AJ Radical, Rome Gibson, who, who goes by a different name now, but you get your favorites, you know, and you just want to keep going and seeing them. And this, you know, being able to go to the show every month and then when Russell Crowe Alaska comes in for the bigger shows and they feature these favorites that you have locally, it's great. And it keeps me going. And I actually haven't, you know, traveled to out of state for a wrestling event unless I've been going for another reason and just happened to catch a show that's going on at that time. So I'm just really thankful that, you know, Alaska's on the map and that uh, Russell Pro Alaska just keeps bringing us more and more shows and just, I'm so excited that they just found us here in Alaska and they just want to keep making us happy and keep doing shows and they're so good at it. And I'm just always amazed at the people that end up on the next show and it just keeps getting better and better. So I want to thank everyone because without that scene, I mean, I can't always travel to go to wrestling and you know, during COVID, you know, it was locked Uh down. There wasn't a lot going on. And so there was even a show, like, that came in between that. They still came and did a live show. So that's all kept me going. And, you know, and I want to say I appreciate you having me on the show today. And I just want to end it with probably one of my most memorable and favorite moments of all time. And I'm kind of like um, I'm never going to live this down because people always bring this up. A couple years back, I think it was the last WrestleMania that was in New Orleans, I already had my room booked, you know, our travel pack plan for me and my daughter. We were going. I was working a pretty high-profile job. I went to drop my leave slip to go to WrestleMania, and they denied my leave request. And I was like, well, 
this is what it comes down to. You know, I'm, I'm going so you can either grab my leave or, you know, I'm probably going to resign. So they're like, wait a minute, you're going to resign to go to WrestleMania? And that's what ended up happening. And I resigned to go to WrestleMania and have the best time ever, you know. And I thought, I'll just get another job when I get back. And that's exactly what I did. So that's like one of the moments that people always bring up. It's like, remember when you quit to go to WrestleMania? Yes, I do. And it was it was worth it. So I just want to encourage people, keep going to the shows, support your wrestlers, you know, your favorites, even ones that you, you may boo, you know, buy the merch, go to the shows. You know, if you can't go to the shows, you can still buy their merch. You can still um, live stream them when they offer it on the certain platforms. So just support them. They'll keep coming back. Very, very well said. And I want to thank you immensely for coming on the show today. We absolutely loved having you. And I want to wish all the fans there in Alaska well. And hopefully they will keep attending those shows because the Alaskan scene is continuing to grow. And I love seeing that as someone that has worked in Alaska and someone that has tried to follow what's going on there from afar. So it's great to see them doing well. And anytime you want to jump back on here, you just let us know. We'd love to have you back sometime. Thank you. I hope to see you guys in Alaska at a show one day. Definitely. Hopefully I can make my return there. It's been a long time coming, but I'm always ready to go back up there anytime they need me. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. That hour went by fast. I could talk about wrestling all day long. We could, too, but we try to limit it so we don't go 15 hours a day. <laughs> All right, well, hey, oh, you guys I... can check me out. You guys can check me out. Oh, go ahead, Coach. Are you hitting Mike... your plugs? Yes, Coach Mike Jones, the coach with the most. Coach Mike Jones on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. Don't forget to check out the Real School Army and the NGW Green Room for hundreds of interviews from wrestlers and celebrities all over the world. Also, the Seattle Mariners and Cincinnati Reds organizational report. And every Saturday at noon Pacific, the Coach Mike Jones Show podcast. Next week, we'll be on with your role model, Rick Lee from the Midwest. And then also, I want to thank our sponsor, A-plus Payless Handyman Services. No job too big or small, 10% cheaper than any written estimate, and 15% for seniors and military. Thank you guys so much for your love and support and all that you guys do. All right. Thank you, Coach. You can follow me on all the social medias, Chicken Bob on all the social medias. He just flew back in from Indianapolis the other day, and boy, are his wings tired. But... We will be back with you Friday afternoon. Friday, we have with us Jesse Jones from WOW, Women of Wrestling. You've seen her on your national television show. Hashtag Justice for Jesse Jones on the Twitters, starting to make traction. We're going to have her on, looking very, very, very forward to that. We are wrapping up Super Fan Month next week with someone. I am very much looking forward to. We know a lot of the same people. Darla Staggs will be with us. She is a fan dating back to the old territory days. She is a CAC member, always going to live events. I look very much forward to talking to her. Everybody stay safe out there. Support local wrestling wherever it may be near you. And we will talk to you soon. 